You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard to finish out 2020 strong, and we're working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Lisa Smith, 2020 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. Let's introduce you to today's guest. Asia Scott is the owner of Divas Build Futures, which supports young women with resources, mentoring, scholarships, volunteering, parenting assistance, housing grants, homelessness assistance, mentoring boot camps, and more. I'm not sure how you do much more, but that is a great great (laughs) lineup of uh, resources. With a background in home health care, Aisha is now a certified family and youth life coach and uses her training to impact the lives of local young women. Aisha, we're so excited to have you join us today. Thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Before we jump into questions, let's start by having you just give our listeners a quick overview of Divas Build Futures and the programs that you provide and how many divas you serve. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for having me. Um, Divas Build Futures Incorporated, Diva standing for Determined, Intelligent, Virtuous, Ambitious, Young Girls to Young Women. I started Divas Build Futures as a girl who needed exactly everything that I provide. A young girl looking for sisterhood, a mother, a counselor, therapist, all in one. So um, I found out in life, sometimes to provide therapy, you have to give therapy. And it's not always with a degree. Sometimes you have to look at your life experiences and learn how to apply that to help others. So young, growing up, I was about 20, 21 years old had my first child at 21 out of wedlock and it taught me uh, the challenges of not depending on everyone that says they're your friends so I started to mold myself into this hermit right and then I created this image and it wasn't who I really was so I started to make mistakes fall into dark places depression suicide and I went through just a lot with babies and You know, not having a mom, I lost my mother young to a car accident, so it was tragedy for me. Left Indiana, Gary, Indiana, young. I went from Gary, Indiana to Woodland Hills, California. So my life is very colorful. So what I wanted to do is when I was in my one-bedroom apartment with, like, bugs and I had to figure it out, God had definitely put me in a position to create something to help myself. And I was like, no friends, no relationships. Everything was just like falling apart. So coming to Divas Bill Futures, one night I'm upset at somebody that I was dating and I'm just up late, you know, crying and oh, da, da, da. And so Legal Zoom, a commercial came on TV and I saw it, I kept seeing it. So I just, you know, let it, let it just go away. Coming home one day, I was bringing my child, my kids home from school, and I walked a young lady home. Well, she walked me home, and we talked that whole walk home, and she did that for a week. Next thing I knew, I had a house full of young girls in my building 
with Little Caesars Pizza and gummy bears and my babies talking to them about how to get through some of their problems and not knowing, they didn't know that I was going through my own stuff, but they found faith and hope and coming to my house and getting that every Friday. So what I did was I started to talk to the young girls outside and let them know like, hey girl, you don't gotta be like that. You know, let me try to show you, give clothes out of my own closet if I saw they didn't have it. You don't have to guess if someone has something. You could just look at them. You don't have to put it on Facebook. Just help them, give them a jacket. That's what I do. So anyway, growing into the young woman of 26, I discovered through a dream, Diva Spill Futures Guy gave that to me as a vision to help young women grow from hygiene to career. So I founded Diva Spill Futures um, October 14, 2014 with um, a few dollars from a welfare check. I'm very humble. That's something that I'm always going to be. I'm very reflective. I think that's my form of communication with these young girls is I'm very relatable. You know, I don't pretend. I'll let you know. This is all from someone who does not have a degree in business. I did this with my master plan and faith. So once I called LegalZoom and said, hey, I have all these girls in my apartment. What do I do? Basically, in so many words. And what I did was I ended up discovering how to start a nonprofit with a young man on the phone from LegalZoom. And he, he walked me through it. I didn't know what a bylaw was. I couldn't tell you nothing. But after that phone call, I had incorporated my nonprofit for Diva Spill Futures Incorporated. Diva was an acronym. I sat down with my daughter, who's now eight years old, and I said, you're a diva. And she said, yeah. And I said, you know, you're just like mom. You're determined. You're intelligent. You're virtuous. You're pure. I have to show you the way. And you're ambitious and you're strong. And that's what divas mean. So now we are in 2020. I am celebrating six years of helping about 400 plus young ladies come through my program from my apartment all the way to partnering with North Texas Job Corps, Boys and Girls Club, Legacy Charter, Schools and Plano. I partner with the community. I work with young ladies from hygiene. I let them know um, the basics because I think that's my that's my niche. I'm a home economic girl. You know, I'm from a town where home economics, we had to learn how to cook and clean and wash up. And that's neglected today. And a lot of things are talked about and put on Facebook and highlighted in a negative way. So here I am to say, no, we're going to we're gonna do it this way. And I'm here trailblazing my own way and my path to the school that I am building next year. So my goal is to have a school of charm, class, and character with my organization of young women, showing them that adversity is just, it's a day. And you got a life to live. So you have to learn how to put challenges from grief and suicide and depression. All that is real. Sex trafficking, prostitution, rape. You have to speak that in order to heal. Some girls are told to put it under the rug or, yeah, don't don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Nope, it's not going to be okay until you actually make it okay. Give her resources to be okay so that when a someone comes her way, she won't have to fall. She won't fall for anything because she has something anchored. I'm creating anchors, young women that are anchors, young women that can look at you and say, hey, it's not about politics. It's about me making my way. I have to, but beyond who's going to be the president, I still have to be a woman. I still have to take care of kids. I still have to have a home. I still have to have, I still have to know how to cook a meal. 
So who's going to do that when all this stuff is in the air? There's so many young women right now being neglected and abused. And nobody's talking about that because it's about power. So I'm here to trailblaze a pattern of young women that can trailblaze their own way just like I did. Not have to worry about judgment. Judgment calls, you don't have to listen. That's awesome. Wow, what a journey. So tell us a little bit about who, who are your inspirations and mentors along the way as you as you started that journey and, and began your nonprofit? I would say starting young, of course, my mom, you know, she was a woman who helped everybody. And I think that was kind of my, you know, that was my, um, the meat and potatoes to my stew. And so as I grew, I went through my hardships and things like that. So I would say my mom, my principal in elementary school, she, believe it or not, they still paddled in Indiana when I was 10. So that was an influence because it showed structure and it had discipline behind it. Um, so Jordan Truth, I love my ancestors. I rock with them until the day I leave here because they're who I am, just like all your all of our ancestors are who you are. So those are my inspirations who stood and who said who had messages and who wasn't afraid to say them. Michelle Obama, hey girl, I love her. One day I'm gonna meet her and I wanna take some girls with me to meet her. The reason why she's my inspiration is not because she was the first lady. I've heard her speak about overcoming. Mm -hmm. And that's a pat. You have to over. Sometimes overcoming is so hard. You could say, oh, I'm over it. And really, until you are experiencing it again, you don't know if you're really over it. So she's an inspiration of mine. <sighs> Let's see. Ooh. That's a lot, right? Yeah, there. that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I have women ones. that, yeah, they, they, those, I'm going to start there. Let's stay there. Okay. Let's stay there. Well, it's been about six years since you've kind of ventured into entrepreneurship. You just told us about that process, but um, and that was following a career in the hospice industry. So how has your experience been in business ownership? So after you got started with your business, how have you, um, just what has happened to you as a business owner? I have fallen, gotten back up, fallen, gotten back up, faced rejection thousands of times. Um, I've heard no thousands of times. Um, I've said I couldn't do it thousands of times. I was told to go back to school to be a social worker thousands of times. Those were my stepping stones. The no's were my stepping stones because I knew that somebody created Spelman, someone created Harvard, someone created all these colleges. So why couldn't I create a school that had a structure where it can lead young women to better, you know, living? I just, you know, I think I platformed that very well with just telling everyone, okay, it's my story. But at the same time, I just want to create the platform, the school for young women to, you know, grow into, girls to grow into young women. You know, in this COVID world, how have you adapted? It's, it sounds like everything you do is one-on-one -on -one with the girls. So how, how have you adapted the services that, that you provide in the Every, counseling? Everything is virtual. Unfortunately, I closed my center in Plano. I didn't close it. We're moving. Uh, we are making some adjustments. We're going to take advantage of becoming a nonprofit in the COVID world. But just adjusting to who it's just been it's just been it's been difficult without being a connector. I'm a connector. So I'm very individual and personal. So virtual, um, sending letters, making sure if I have 
a young lady who may need some groceries or something, sending her a gift card, making sure they may, if they have hygiene products or, you know, mailing them. It's been difficult to not be able to say, hey, are you okay? You need a hug or go into the center and be able to help them try on clothes. But we've been making it work. We have been making it work. And I'm just excited that we sustained. I've helped three young women with housing, you know, through the whole pandemic. It's been one of those things where you face it and you don't really know what's going to happen until it happens. So I would say just keeping them journaling, Zooming, um, Google Classroom. I've learned so much about technical life, virtual life, that I feel like I could probably teach a class now on how to Zoom somebody. But Zooming virtually, um, I've seen some of them. Some of them, um, passionately, I've had to see them during this time. Um, of course, I follow measures, what mask, sanitizer, and things like that. But I still keep in contact with a lot of my young ladies. So we still meet. We may go to the Starbucks so we can social distance, but I still meet with a lot of my girls. So well, we have more questions for Asia, including her vision for Divas Build Futures. But first, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Plano Pulse. Exciting news for Best of Plano 2020. Best of Plano will look different this year as we work within the safety guidelines of local health officials and our own chamber protocols. We will be presenting awards live on the stage of North Texas Performing Arts Center December 9th from 3 to 5 p.m. and broadcasting live to our audience through several media channels. Award recipients will have the opportunity to safely accept their award on stage while our audience will be watching from home. For a list of 2020 award recipients, including our Citizen of the Year, Jerry Chambers, Athena Award winner, Nancy Humphrey, and many more, please visit the Best of Plano event page at planochamber.org and learn more on how you can support our Best of Plano in 2020. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Aisha Scott, founder of the nonprofit Divas Build Futures. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Well, great. What is your vision for the future of your organization? You know, I know it's it's been six years since you started it. How do you hope to grow those services in the next five or 10 years? I know you mentioned building a school. Where do you see it going from here? I am building a school. I am transforming DBF into DBF All Girls Enrichment Academy. My vision is to build apartment homes. I'm going to buy 4.3 acres of land, and I'm going to put apartment homes on the land and also a community, a school community. So it's going to be an academy, not a college, an academy. The reason why I classify the two is because of the structure. An academy... Um, I look at it more of class field, character field. So I'm building an cl- um, academy with trades. My trades will be culinary, cosmetology, medical assistant, dental assistant, automotive. Yes, automotive, because I believe that young ladies today should know how to change a tire. I agree. Um, I <laughs> I do. And that's going to be a trade. Also, I'm going to make home economics and real estate a primary course because I believe that young ladies between the ages of 17 and 25, they just don't know. If they knew better, we will have more homeowners before 30 and we'll be able to platform the next generation. So if we show the younger generation, it helps them guide their lives into their young adulthood and 
you know, so real estate. Um, so the vision is to basically platform a home economic program into forming character, bettering families, helping young ladies understand the value of relationships to have better families. Um, I want to see more weddings. My goal is to see less sex trafficking. My goal is to put a school where girls can have an option. It's not just I'm going to go get plastic surgery and this is the last resort. No, I want to be an option, but also a life resource. So it's not just going to be you come to the school, get your resources and leave. I want you to always be able to say, go online, go onto your membership portal and say, hey, here's a resource that may be on the website for you. So building a school of charm, class and character will implement trades. It's going to implement transitional housing. My real estate program will basically guide a young lady from her temporary situation into a permanent outcome, preferably owning a home. That's what the goal will be. However, if it's getting her own apartment, it's a permanent house. It's not her feeling like she won't have a a job. She will be platformed with employment. She's going to be platformed with mental health resources. Mental health is very looked over. So the vision is the school and it's coming in 2022. I didn't, I was wanting to wait for this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. You guys are the first one to know. I am speaking with a land broker, so I will know very soon where our school will be located. And I'm very determined. I live by the diva code. Determined, I'm intelligent, I'm virtuous, and I'm more ambitious enough to build this school. So that's the vision. That's exciting. I'm excited. Very soon, very soon. (laughs) Well, we read that butterflies are an important metaphor in your program with different age groups. And we saw that it's aspiring butterflies, virtuous butterflies, and majestic butterflies. Tell us a little bit more about why a butterfly. I know. Why the butterfly? So I studied the butterfly when I was 16 years old. I was in a class, a biology class, and it stood out to me that a butterfly goes through four stages of life. And the most important stage of its life is the cocooning stage. And I believe that my life had a real impactful cocooning stage and to me to become the butterfly who I am. I implemented that in my program because I want young ladies to really go through the cocooning stage to become their butterfly. That butterfly is whoever you are. I don't care if it's the president. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that. I don't care who it is. But at the end of the day, you're going to be who you are. The cocooning stage is the most important stage to a young lady. And that's just, who am I? My emotions are everywhere. So during that three part until you become that colorful butterfly, there's so many different types of butterflies. A lot of people don't know, but there's like, over 25,000 species of a butterfly. Therefore, there's how many young women, how many girls? You, I, Miss Lisa, we're not the same. So your story has to impact someone. So I encourage anyone that you're a butterfly. So I'm using you as an example because I feel that everyone has a story and everyone has a platform. Your platform could be dancing. Your platform could be doing a podcast. However, you're a butterfly. Spread your wings, fly, grow, learn, encourage. That's why I love the butterfly, because that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a it's a beautiful message behind an ugly process. Mm-hmm. So who you become is through that cocooning stage. You have to learn how to impact by spreading your message your way, not everybody's way, but your way. So that's the butterfly. <laughs> well, that's a beautiful metaphor. Um, but 
So if our listeners want to stay in the loop on what you're doing and, and what's going on um, you. with your divas, how, do, how can they do that and how can they help? You can visit, to stay in the loop, you can visit divasbuildfutures.com. You can connect with me. You can connect with all of the mentors that are in my program, my board members. I'm very personable. I like everyone to know what we're doing. So you can email me at buildinggirlslives at divasbuildfutures.com. You can visit us on social media, Facebook, Divas Build Futures, Instagram, Divas Build Futures Inc. And I have my own personal page, Asia underscore speaks, where I basically promote just different ways of mental health and staying encouraged and just my personal life and things like that. So that's how you can stay in the loop to volunteer, log onto the website, click volunteer, fill it out. I will get it and I will stay in touch with you. And thank you so, so much for your interest in Divas Bill Futures. Well, before we let you go, we'd love to know just a little bit more about you personally. I mean, you're you're a busy lady. You got a lot going on. You have a <laughs> lot of things coming up with um, some of the you know the announcement you just made and all your future plans. But what do you do to stay recharged and centered in this busy world? Prayer and uh, meditation. I'm a person of virtue, so I don't, I'm open-minded. I definitely strive for peace. I gain peace. I turn my phone off. I get off social media. I don't entertain the hype. I am the glitter sheep, unknown as the black sheep. (laughs) Um, I say that to say I create my own environment sage. (laughs) The reason why I say that is because when you create your own environment, you're able to understand your own peace. But I pray to God every day. I love him so much for the journey. And I just enjoy my kids. You know, I have an eight-year-old and I have a 13-year-old now. So I have a teenager. Go me. I have to pat myself on the back with my journey. So he's definitely, he's six feet. (laughs) <laughs> He's definitely encouraging to look at because I'm like, boy, you just starting off was rough. But just seeing that encourages me. So spending time with my family recharges me going home to visit my mother in Indiana. You know, that recharges me a lot. But just staying peaceful. I like to walk. I have dogs. I have three chihuahuas and a Boston Terrier, my Bella. They're my recharge. I love family. I love to communicate and I love to help people. Speaking of which, I forgot to say there will be a turkey drive. I have adopted Legacy Charter Preparatory School and I am feeding all their families um, for this Thanksgiving. So great to volunteer. Please go to my website to donate. Please go to the website. Please, please, please. That's personal. And I'm super impressed that you can turn your phone off (laughs) as much as you have going on because I I wish I did that a little bit more. (laughs) It's hard. It's Kelly. It's hard. But I'm going to be honest with you. The 12, if you turn it off for 12 minutes, that's, that's a good, just that 12 minutes could probably be the breather you need. So just try it. (laughs) Well, thank you. That, that is great. This is all the time we have for today. I wish we could talk more because it's been um, really educational and I've loved getting to know more about you and your organization. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here with us. And thank you for all your service to the Plano community. Thank Uh, you. I appreciate it. You're doing great things. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Aisha. You're quite an inspiration. And we look forward to, to, to hearing about the future and and hope to have you back sometime soon. 
Interested in reaching our Plano Pulse listeners? Support the Plano Chamber and the podcast by becoming a sponsor. Contact the Chamber team to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning into Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for virtual networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning on Zoom. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Friday.